Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Today's episode, I have decided to entitle Cultivate Patience. Okay. Because I look in the news reports and articles and newscasts, and it seems like people are not very patient these days. (laughs) Like, when will life get back to normal? When will the economy have an upswing? And as I read and I analyze and I contemplate, I think it may never get back to what you consider to be normal before all of this started. And so... I think having patience is going to help you get through this and getting used to the new normal and taking your time when it comes to a periodically increasing, you know, lockdown and social distancing factors and those kinds of things. So I wanted to focus a little bit of time on how does one become more patient? Okay. Uh, I think it's something that in any times people would uh, benefit from. Yes. It makes your life better right. to be patient. Right. So how does one become patient? Well, we talked about this before. Yeah. So how is, let me let me ask you, how is this episode different than our other episode our, of patience? In our previous episode, I talked, we were talking about patience in the context of embracing just one thing. Okay. And improving yourself. And okay. the fact that, you know, if you set off to, you know, do something as dramatic as change your personality. You need to have patience to get there. Learn and sport and master it. Right. You needed to cultivate patience because it just simply wasn't going to happen overnight. It right. might literally take years okay. to get to where you want to be, particularly if you're, you know, trying to cultivate a new personality trait. Right, right. It's just going to take a, a lot of work, change. a lot of effort, a lot of just like day after day, right. you know, working incrementally to get there. Okay. And this is, I think, more how does one cultivate patience in general? Okay. Um, how does one get there? It may, may touch on many of the same attributes and things, but it's a little bit different. I think it was Well, I think it it's was different timely. within the context. It was timely. Right. And so I wanted to talk about that. So I know for myself, uh, I've become magnitudes more patient. Exponentially, yes. Over the last, I would say, five, five to years. ten years. Yeah. And I can talk a little bit about that for me, but you have always seemed more patient to me. Is that just an attribute you have? Have you cultivated that? Is it something that just happens when you age? Uh, what's what's the deal there? That's funny because I would not consider myself a patient person. I don't feel <laughs> okay. like I was ever okay. a patient person. Um, so I don't know that I can answer that okay. particular question. I might be able to answer another question. But I do think, you know, as you and I were talking about having this conversation, we were talking mostly about the kind of patients that we're talking about right now is more tied to expectation and having this desired outcome or um you want something that you don't have now yes yes and and you're just waiting for it to happen and like come on come on come on right right and and so how do you and i think the the conundrum for most people has been i I just feel antsy you know i feel antsy I'm, i'm a cross between antsy and bored and so can we just get back to what life was so that I don't have to feel this. Right. And I, and I think in that context, I was, as I, as we were briefly talking about this yesterday, it occurred to me before that patience isn't really a thing 
right. that you can cultivate. Patience is the absence right. of a thing that right. you can work on. Right. It's the absence of um, irritation. It's the absence of anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's the absence of you know anger that right. I'm not getting what I want when I want it. Yeah. Or, and, or as I said, to me, it's it's the it's the letting go of expectation. Sure. And so and so to me, um, in the context of just becoming more mindful, right, aware of my emotions, right, and what emotions that I want to express what emotions I want to notice and say, hey, you're a little angry or irritated. Do right. you really need to be? Do you really have to be? Right. And then sort of curtailing that. That's what allow, has allowed me to be. Okay. Become more patient. Okay. And in fact, the I think I've been working on it for some time. So in fact, uh, I started tracking. Okay. Every day that I felt like I had achieved my level of patience. Okay. That sort of was my own threshold, and it was subjective. Okay. Gave myself a little check mark. Right, right. And I'm, I'm coming up almost on two years where I have not had a day where I have felt impatient, impatient. annoyed, irritated. And for me, I was at a point where just the fact that I would notice if I was experiencing an emotion that could lead to that impatience, right. I just like, okay, that could have irritated me, but I'm not going to let it. Okay. It's not a big deal. Right. I'm, I'm going to choose, I'm, I'm, I'm choose something else. Right. I'm going to be, right. for example, if you left, if I just spent 10 hours cleaning the kitchen and you cooked a, a dinner and you left pots and pans all right. over the, all over the kitchen. Right. And some time in the past that might've annoyed me because right. I just spent time cleaning, but I'm like, okay, let's look at the good side of that. You're making dinner. You're happy. You're right. singing while you're doing that. Maybe you'll come around and clean it, right. you know, on your own. If you don't, I'll get to it later. Right. It's not a big deal. I can right. do that. And in fact, you did clean it up later. Uh -huh. um, and if you hadn't, I would have done it. Right. I would have been irritated. But I could have become very right. irritated. Right. I could have become impatient. Right. But it's just noticing what was happening inside, deciding yeah. to do something different, looking for a more positive outcome, allowed me to become patient. Right. Okay. So how do you think that applies to what we are going through right now? Because that's why you wanted well, to talk about this now. Yeah, well, I think it's similar to we talked before. Remember the cracker syndrome? Yes, yes. <laughs> Where if the door is shut, the dog just is pissed off because right. he can't get can't outside. Can't get outside. Even right. though he doesn't want to go outside. Right. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that. You can't make me. I right. want to do this. I want to do that. And I think you just have to notice what those emotions feel like. Um, and if you can do something else, choose to turn it around. Right. If I'm feeling a little bit bored, I'm feeling a little bit anxious, find something else to do. Right. Notice it, realize it's okay to feel like right, that. Right, right. I think that's I just, the important I just thing. like feel, well, what is that? I think if you really notice, like what does it feel what, like? Right. Where am I feeling that in my body? What's my respiration like? Right. Is my heart beating faster? Do I feel tension? Is my stomach in, clenched? In my, in my right. stomach or my shoulders? Jaws, right. Can I relax that? Can I breathe it out? You know, all of that stuff allows you to get on top of it and yes. not, not let yes. it get ahead of you. Because I, what I have found, thinking back over the past, is impatience is something that snowballs. Oh, gosh, yes. You know, you become a little irritated, a little impatient, and then, and then things tend to Exacerbate. get worse, get right. worse, get worse. It's when you're impatient, it's when you're irritated, that that's when you always, like, catch your coat sleeve. On the right, doorknob, right. and it pulls the coffee out of your hand, and it falls on the floor. Right. And when you go to pick up the right. coffee, that's when you hit your head on the, you know, on the doorknob. So it just tends to snowball because things get out of control. Your emotions right. are in control of you. You're not in control of your right. emotions. You're not noticing what's happening. You're not able to sit with that and be with it, and and you know dissipate those right. those bad. Well, feelings. and I think it it still does come down to a choice where if you are feeling 
if you are observing the feeling, for example, I think most people are feeling either frustrated, they are feeling hemmed in, they're feeling, um, well, I, I would say, ungrounded. You know, they're, well, they're, and, I, and I think, you know, when I read and when I look at the deep anger that's expressed by some of the protesters, right? what's really underlying that is a very deep-seated fear. Fear. Oh, my gosh, it's yes. It's fear that I might, like, bankrupt. Right. I might lose my home. Right. I might lose my family. I think if there's, a, in, a, in a very weird sense, there's a sense that I might become endangered from the sickness itself. Right. And I'm, I'm just protesting everything. Everything. I want it to be normal, even though the physical, biological reality is it's not going to be right. normal. Right. But I'm going to protest because I think it's, I, it's at these, least I'm doing action. It's these right. things that are right. getting in my way and it's keeping it from being normal. So you're just, you're out there being angry and protesting right. because you're afraid. Right. right. You know, they might not know that they're afraid, but I think underlying almost all anger is a very, I, I is a very agree. basic definitely fear. I definitely agree. So, um, so for me, and I think you've talked about this a little bit, but for me, I think that, you know, the first thing comes, uh, that becomes essential to do is to become aware when those feelings of frustration, anger, boredom, fear. That, when that, when that, it, when that, it's okay to be afraid. Right. Right. This is a scary time. Yes. Yes. It really is. And then when that feeling arises and you observe that feeling, then can you make a choice? Can you decide? And maybe every now and then it is appropriate to be angry about sure. something. Someone has genuinely done something that, yes, you know, that, but even, even in that instance, you are not reactively angry. You're thoughtfully angry. And so you can right. actually use your anger to, to be very, um, maybe it, you can be more um, proactive. In terms of instead of shouting at somebody, it gives you the ability to say to somebody, you know what, what you did really made me angry. Um, I would rather if we did something different right. instead of just going with that uh, initial reaction that you're... Right, and, and, and you know, it's important to try to do that, especially if you're stuck in a house with right. lots of people. Right, right. So that, so let's bring it back to patience okay. again. And um, so what what is the patience piece of all of this, of feeling anger, of noticing your feelings, of that awareness of choosing how you're going to respond? Where does the patience piece come back into that? I believe if you cultivate patience by, by dealing with and recognizing the, I'll use the term negative emotions okay. that lead to impatience, okay. that you will be able to get on top of those irritations, that anger, the interactions with other people, the dealing with the reality of the situation now, and you will just have more happiness, equanimity, satisfaction with the things that are now that are unavoidable okay. now. Okay. And, and, I, and I think for me, it's, I think when you can step out of that negative emotion loop, which certainly impatience falls sure. into... Um, again, I always, in my mind, I always come up with, it's the same day and I can, I can choose, sure. I can decide right now that I'm impatient because everything feels wrong. I can't go back to work. I can't go have dinner with my family. I can't right. celebrate my child's graduation from high school and all of those things. You can be like impatient to hurry up or, or not. It's the same it's day. It's the same day. <laughs> I can try to do something to make my child's graduation day special, special in a different way, not what I expected. Right, not what and I how wanted. unique would it be? Right, because Absolutely. it's not going to be the same. Well, and you, you were talking, and it was a different context. 
but you were a, a little irritated, a little impatient with somebody who said, I'm just bored. <laughs> I'm just bored. <laughs> and what was your solution to helping somebody, anybody who's bored? And I think it's also the, something that you could do if you're feeling impatient. impatient absolutely. And, and what, what was that? It, how can I help someone else? How can I help somebody else? I think that anytime that you go outside Side of yourself, yourself yes. to help somebody out, whether it's to you know say a good word, whether it's to you know send somebody a package, whether it's to you know go mow somebody's lawn, you know if they're stuck inside and they might right. be sick, you know anything that anytime you're not worried about you, you right. you're worried about somebody else. All of those negative feelings tend to go away because yeah, humans are down. humans are just built like that, right? Right, and there's so many ways right now, and to me that is a great way to get rid of that feeling of impatience. I think a lot of times people are feeling impatient right now because they feel purposeless. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and so I think if you can look outside and say, okay, who needs help? And there are so many agencies right now and volunteer organizations that are putting together meals for people or bringing stuff to hospitals or mowing their, like you say, mowing your neighbor's yard or doing grocery shopping for a shut-in or something like that. So I think all you have to do is think about what can I do for somebody else? And, and you're not, now you're not impatient anymore because you've got a purpose. Right. You have something yeah. to do. So I think, I think you have to look at it from a whole bunch of angles. And, and I will admit, it is not it's easy. It's not easy. It's, this no. is not an easy time. No. And all I'm saying is that there are things you can do to make it a little better. Yes. You can cultivate a little more patience, patience. by dealing with contributors to impatience. Yes. You can reach outside yourself to help somebody else. Uh, and, and like anything that we talk about, it doesn't happen overnight. It's right. not going to be immediate. But if you realize that being impatient is probably making the situation worse, right, right, there are things that you can do to be more patient. Right. And I think that's all that I wanted to bring to everybody okay. today is, that, okay. is the fact that you can do things. All right. So if, if you were to pick just one thing to help somebody become a little more patient or a little less impatient, what would you suggest that they do to start? So I think you and I always come back to the same thing, which is awareness. So mm -hmm. I think I'd like mm -hmm. to say something besides awareness. So okay. let me think a minute. Um, because I think every, you know, any of these things, if you want to do one thing to change, the first thing you have to do is be aware and observe, oh, I'm feeling mm -hmm. impatient. Um, I, I think for me, it's, it's creating, um, we've talked about this before, but creating mm -hmm. an if-then. So if I notice that I feel impatient, mm -hmm. what am I going to do? And that way you don't have to make that decision on the spot because okay. I think it's really difficult to make that decision mm -hmm. on the fly. But if you know, if, if I feel impatient, sure. then I will go sit quietly for two minutes with peaceful music on in okay, headphones. Sure. You know, it's, it's what am I going to do to remove myself right. from that immediate um, reactionary response? Sure. And, and I think, you know, I didn't even talk about this as we went through this, but I think it's an if then it's, if it's, it's cue action, right? If the cue is, Oh, I notice I'm impatient. I'm going to suggest you, you move. Right. I'm going to suggest you climb the stairs. 10 times. Okay. I'm going to suggest you walk out the, walk around the block. I'm going to okay. suggest you get on a bike Right around the block. Okay, do, uh, do something do physical jacks and for, for right. five or ten minutes and then come back and say, well, am I still feeling the same thing? Because right. oftentimes physical movement and being in touch with your body, yes. the change in respiration, the change in heartbeat right. is going to dissipate and take away yes. a lot yes. of those feelings. So, yes. you know, if you feel impatient, if you're getting angry, irritated, Physically do something. Do something physical. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. And that's all I, I love suggest. that. Okay. And so until next time, this has been... Just, just one, one thing. thing. I'll come back to that because I wanted to say if you are looking for some health and fitness coaching, you can find me at bradsterns.com. And I'll remind you once again that my 
My book on building muscle naturally is available at Amazon.com, and it is entitled No Limits, Optimal Natural Muscle Building. And if you would like to grow your business at this time and have support growing that new business or figuring out how to expand your existing business, you can contact me at lisasterns.com and you can find my new book, A List is Not Enough, on Amazon as well. And so, until next time, this has been... Patiently. Patiently. <laughs> Just one, one thing. thing.